This podcast contains gambling references. You know the score. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 or your local state gambling helpline. Nine podcasts. This is the Top Blokes podcast for top sports. For top odds on all your sports and race betting, there's only one place to bet, and that's topsport.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone. Welcome along to the Top Blokes podcast. Thanks to topsport.com.au with myself, Mark Levy, from Wide World of Sports Radio and the Continuous Call Team. You can smell it in the air, ladies and gentlemen. Finals football in the air in AFL and NRL. And one man who's dressed to impress for the podcast this week is the big man, Daryl Brayman. Hello, Daryl. Levy, good afternoon to you and all our fans out there. Look, uh, you might look at me and think, why is he dressed like that? And you know what? Sometimes I even think that about myself. Well, the reason I'm wearing this is because I'm incognito due to the fact of my lack of uh, any all-uppers that I've got basically at any stage this whole year. I've had a Barry Crocker and I don't want to be noted as that man on this magnificent podcast who hasn't delivered. So I'm not giving up, but... I don't want to be noticed. This should be all right, shouldn't it? Daryl, I would have thought if you don't want to be noticed, you'd be opting for sort of dark colours. And uh, instead, you've got bright yellow, bright, bl- bright blue, and bright green. <laughs> you've forgotten one thing. What's you've, doing? You've forgotten one thing, Levy. I'm a Lowe's model, and I'm out there for the fans and the punters out there. This is available at Lowe's, and I don't know how much it is, but it would be pretty cheap. And it's good value, let me tell you. No matter if they charge a thousand for this, it'll be worth it. But I know it's way less than a hundred. Probably well, I don't know how much it is, so I'm not gonna speculate. Is this one of their famous tie-dye jumpers that you yes, keep talking about? Mate, tie-dye has taken Australia by storm. The fans love it. There's actually a pair of uh, uh, pants that go with this, probably some shoes, undies, singlets, whatever you want, bro. I'm a tie-dye expert. Well, given you are a model and we're leading into the Spring Racing Carnival, both in Melbourne and in Sydney, would you be encouraging the punters, both men and women, uh, to wear tie-dye to the races to make a statement this Spring Carnival? Well, yes, I would leave you. As a matter of fact, I I do have, I think, a tie-dye suit upstairs, which... You know, I haven't worn because it's a, it is a bit loud. And I, I, I do want to stay incognito on occasions, particularly if I go to the races. But there is a, I'm telling you, there's, a, an, a, there's an array of suits that they've got that are really out there. And if you want to be noticed, like if you're a single bloke and you want to go to the races and you, you know, give yourself a chance, I would think you should buy one of them from Lowe's and uh, suit up, man up as well. Well, Daryl, I, I, I plan on going to the races once we get through the finals, uh, once we have a bit of an off-season. Um, mm. Do you think the tie-dye suit will help me, or do you think people will look at me and go, look at Levy, he's look like some imbo over there? Yeah, look, they can only do so much, the suits, Levy. I think, given your history, <laughs> uh, even one of those won't help you. So, bad luck. Thank you for the vote of confidence. Uh, well, okay. the Daryl Brahman, the big man, he's ready to go, ready to rock and roll for the Top Blokes podcast. We've touched on the Spring Racing Carnival, but it's exciting, Daryl. I mean, it's always yeah. a long, long, uh, tough season for us, covering uh, the home and away season of rugby league, but it all starts again now. Finals footy, four weeks, best of the best, eight teams left in the race for the Proven Summons Trophy. I can't wait for some of these games. Oh, it's exciting, Mark. It really is. Uh, particularly, I, I, look, I, I think they're all exciting games. The two I'm looking forward to are the the back end is the first one and the last one the Panthers up against the uh, Parramatta Eels the Eels have got a great record over them 
and almost beat them last year in the qualifying final. If you remember that, I think they had short on a hooker last year. I don't think Reed Marnie played, and they, they had a bit of trouble, and the hooker let them down a little. I don't want to blame the hooker, but if Reed Marnie plays in that game, they may well have won that and made their way to the grand final. And the other game, well, it was a blockbuster last week, but this week it's sudden death. Whoever loses is gone. Um, last week we saw the Roosters win, and they were, they were pretty emphatic, but I think Souths, they're back a bit this week. I, I just think they've got a few players back, and I know the Roosters have as well, but they've also lost Manu. I, I just think Souths can get them, and I think they're a tremendous price. So, you know, I, I'll be tipping Souths in the last game. All right, well, let's jump into it. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, our finals edition of the Top Blokes podcast. Well, Daryl, I know you're looking forward to Souths and the Roosters on Sunday. Latrell Mitchell has been in the paper this week to suggest he wasn't a fan of the booing he copped from the Roosters supporters last Friday night, and he's tried to equate it to Adam Goods walking away from the game. And I, I suppose the difference here is Adam Goods walked away from the game because of the racial connotations to some of the things that were being hurled his way over the fence at the SCG while he was playing for the Sydney Swans. But nobody stepped over the line, as far as I can tell, on Friday night. There's been no complaints. Surely Latrell Mitchell's got to expect it as a first-grade rugby league player, given that he once played for the Roosters and left them to join the Bunnies. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I agree with you, absolutely. I mean, look... T- 42,000 there, half them would have loved Luttrell, half them wouldn't like him. Um, I would imagine of all the people who are yelling things out, I think there would have been some racial uh, stuff involved there. But, you know, whether that's the case or not in this day and age, let's hope not. But unfortunately, it does happen. But I think you're right, Levy. I think given the fact that he's, he's a former rooster, he's gone to the dark side, he's playing for the bunnies, not only off the field did he... Did he cop it? I think on the field he copped it as well because every time he got the ball, there were four Roosters players there and they stifled him. I don't think he got a lot of support from him close. I mean that from Cody Walker. I think Cody Walker let him down a little bit last uh, week and I don't think that'll happen this week. Look, he's entitled to say what he wants to say, but at the end of the day, he does put himself out there, doesn't he? He does prance around once he scores a try and you know does all the theatrical stuff and, and whatever, so... You know, sometimes you've got to take the good with the bad, and he's going to get booed because he's a superstar of the game. And, and particularly, as I said, when they play the Roosters, it's a different feel. It's a different game. So, you know, he, he's got to just put up with it, I think. And, I, and I'm hoping he lets his football do the talking on Sunday. But, you know, he's a super player. He can say, you know, what he thinks. But, mate, if the booing's going to make him retire early, he needs to address that and have a good think about it. One of the other stories this week, Daryl, and I know we had a debate about it on the Continuous Call team a couple of weeks ago, uh, stadiums hosting finals. Now, the rules allow this weekend and this year for the Sharks and the Panthers to host a final, and I don't begrudge them that at all, but there is a debate at the moment on whether the rules should change into the future to allow more and more people to come to the games because, for instance, on Friday night with Penrith and Parramatta, we're only going to have 22,000. You played that at, say, a core stadium, you probably get 60,000. Do you think the rules need to change or do you like the rules that we've got at the moment? Uh, look, originally I did like the rule. I, I do think if you finish top two, you're entitled to get a home semi. But the more I think about it, I mean, it's going to cost the NRL a fortune in gate takings. It's also going to prevent people from getting to games. You know, if they change it after this season, I'd be happy with that. Um, you know, I, I think both Penrith, if you ask Penrith and Cronulla where they want to play it, they'll say, well, you know, obviously at Penrith and at Cronulla. 
and and that's reasonable, and, and they're the rules, so they're entitled to play them there. But I I think smarter men than me might get their heads together at the end of it and and just say, look, we need to readdress this. You know, at the, at the end of the day, I'm not sure if the home ground advantage or disadvantage is is as big as maybe it once was. You know, I think players are used to playing in these larger stadiums like a core, um, you know, Combank Stadium. Um, you know, we've now got Allianz Stadium. They, I think they'll, they'll get used to playing there, and I think they're the three ones they should be looking at uh, in the future. So, you know, at the moment I'm happy with the way it is, but I'm also happy for them to change at the end of the year. Those sides, you know, Penrith and uh, Cronulla have had their chance. You know, you look at, at uh, the Cowboys, for example, we I mean, their stadium, I don't know what it holds, 30, I think. I mean, that's. I think that's good for them. Had they run second, it uh, would have been good. And I don't want them to change, but, you know, it depends on the circumstances, Mark, and I think just common, you know, common sense yeah. should prevail here. Yep, I agree with you. Um, we've got some audio here too. Craig Bellamy dropped a bit of a bombshell on Monday night on 100% footy. Boy, he's had a great career. I think there's only one year that he hasn't taken uh, the team to the finals, and that was the year of the um, the salary cap scandal and everything else. Here's a little of what Craig Bellamy, the Melbourne Storm coach, had to say on 100% footy this week. Yeah, I pretty much say uh, next year's going to be... Uh, I mean, last year, it's... Um, you know, I'm getting too old for this, and... Uh, the game has changed in a in a lot of ways that um, you know I, I probably not, not so used to or uh, not that fond of. Um, yeah, I'm, I suppose a little bit old school in some ways, but as I said, you know things have changed. But you know things have changed in life too. So you know obviously the sport and any any sort of sport or any game, you know um, they sort of follow along with you know what's happening in society. And uh, yeah, so I think um, by next in the next year, I would, uh, I would have had enough. Well, look, he's a grandfather these days, Daryl, like you are, and obviously your priorities in life do change. And like, like I said prior to playing that audio there, I mean, he's got nothing left to prove. He's won premierships. He's nurtured that club through some tough times, and they've been successful for any number of years. He's he's one of the, the greatest coaches we've ever seen, Daryl. Oh, his record's outstanding, Mark. It is outstanding. I mean, he, as you said, he's only missed the one semi-final series as a coach in the big league. He's been there forever. Um, you know, I think... From what he said there, he's obviously the way the world is changing. He said that it's not just football; the way the world is changing, and I would say that's probably the social media side of it. I mean, you know, everyone wants to get on social media. Everyone's an expert. There's narcs everywhere. You know, the the world is changing, and 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 it has in rugby league. Um, you know, some of the real changes. I think he's probably a little bit upset with. Um, you know, he knows his players. You know. You know, from top to toe, and it, a lot of them are on social media. And it was only last year where a couple of them got into trouble for, you know, using an illicit su- substance at the end of the year. I think on a end of season, I don't know, party or whatever they're doing. Brandon Smith, I think Munster, I think the back row, one of the back rowers was there. You know, there's a few of them. They just find themselves in trouble. So not only do you have to be a coach these days, you've got to be a father, grandfather, uncle, you know, confidant. You've got to be the whole lot. It, it's the complete package being a coach these days, and it, it's hard. And he's been doing it for a long time. Uh, he's made, I would imagine, a pretty good living out of it. And, you know, maybe it's time he does. As he mentioned, he's a grandfather. Maybe it's time he, he gives some more time to his family, mate. So, you know, that, that's no great surprise. But it, I've got to say, I have heard it from him before. It's, he said that a few times, and uh, it hasn't <laughs> happened. So, you know, good luck to him. He, he's... I, I like him. I don't know him very well. Only bloke who knows him very well is who, should I ask, Mark? Who knows him best of all of us? David Morrow. David Morrow. That's who knows him since he was a boy. 
So uh, good luck to him. He's had a fantastic career. I don't know whether... I don't think they can win the comp from the position they're in. They might even lose on the weekend to Canberra. I don't know. That could happen. But uh, what a career he's had. And if he has one more year, uh, who knows? They might win the comp next year. They won't be winning it this year. Exactly right. Well, congratulations to Craig Bellamy on what's been a magnificent career. And we've got him for what's left of this final series. And who knows? Maybe another finals campaign next year. And, Daryl, speaking of retirements... Yes. Tracy Grimshaw is pulling mm. the pin on a current affair. I mean, she's a television legend and is is one of the great survivors in what is a, a really cutthroat business. She's been there on our television screens for, for decades. Yep. Um, I picked up the paper the other day to read all of these different names that are in calculation and contention for possibly replacing Tracy Grimshaw once she retires. But I didn't see your name, big man. Here's your opportunity. Look down the barrel of the camera and say, hello, fans. Welcome to A Current Affair. This is what we've got coming up tonight. You ready? Hello, fans. Welcome to A Current Affair. Wow, haven't we got some doozies on this show tonight? Too bad this show wasn't on at 11 p.m. because I've got some sexy stuff as well. Back to you. <laughs> I don't think that's the sort of material they have on a current affair. It's mm. more so exposing dodgy tradies and all that sort of thing. You're you're going to ch- turn it into an X-rated a current affair, are you, big man? Might help the ratings, champion. You never know. But I think my time is finished on television, except for my magnificent Lowe's ads. Well, I'm not so sure about that, Daryl. Mr. Sneesby, the group chief executive yes. of the United Entertainment Company, was very wrapped in your performance on Friday night. And when I did ask you, um, I said, Daryl, what do you provide to this wonderful organisation? You said one thing, that's ratings, Levy, ratings. Mm. Well, I think Mr. Sneesby would be all over that too. I mean, he, look, you know how you get a feel for people when, when you don't really know them? Well, my, we had an instant connection, mm. me and Sneezo. When I first met him, I didn't know him. And then after only saying a few words to him, I felt as though I'd known him all my life. Doing a great job there, Mikey boy. Is that his name, Mike? <laughs> you're, you're obviously very comfortable in your employment. You've just called the CEO Sneezo. His name's Mike Sneeze, but you can't be calling the CEO Sneezo, big man. <laughs> he won't see this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He'll be right. Sneezo. Oh, yes, he will. It'll get back somehow. Sneezo. Anyway, Mr. Sneezeby, we salute you. This is the Top Blokes Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding for the CEO of Top Sport, Mr. Tristan Merlihan. Big weekend of finals, footy in both codes, NRL and AFL, and here's the man to run us through all of the prices, the boss of topsport.com today, you, Tristan Merlihan. Hello, Tristan. G'day, boys. How are you going? Mate, very well. Um, cracking start of the AFL finals, and we've got some great games to look forward to in the NRL. I know Big Man's pumped for a big weekend of footy. We'll have them all covered on the uh, on the radio with the continuous call team. But Tristan, I'm assuming this is the time of year when the punters really start to get busy and start investing heavily on some of these big games to, to finish the season. Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, obviously got through the, uh, the back end of the season where a few of the teams start to drop out, but now we've got four massive games this weekend. The punters will be betting with confidence because there's a, you know, they'll know all the teams who got their absolute 100% team lists in and they'll be giving it their all uh, for every moment of the game like we saw in the AFL. As you touched on, the AFL was a fantastic first week of the uh, the finals where every game was on a knife's edge at certain points throughout it. So if Rugby League, uh, if the NRL can produce something similar, we're in for a treat this weekend. 
Now, Tristan, we discussed earlier in the podcast Daryl's attire for today's recording, and um, you've obviously heard of Superman, who wears a cape. Well, Lowe's menswear, of which Daryl is a big man's model, uh, this is his new cape to tip winners throughout the final series. Big man, you are looking resplendent. Look, I told you before, I've tipped one all up all year, so I'm incognito. I don't want to be noticed. That's why I'm dressed like this, so I don't stand out in the crowd. You don't. Listen, Levy. Look at me. In fact, this is a better way of doing it. Look. Hang on. Are you are you suggesting this is some sort of camouflage? It's the brightest camouflage I've ever seen. <laughs> no one knows who I am. Look. <laughs> He's not even speaking. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm working through it. I'm working through my issues. <laughs> I think we'll need a little bit longer than the half an hour chat we have today to work through those. Wow, Thank that you. is that is that is unbelievable. All right, well let let's let's get into it. Uh, finals week one. We start off Friday night. Penrith Panthers taking on Parramatta. Nathan Cleary, the big in for the Mountain Men here. Tristan, what are the punters doing at TopSport.com.au? Yeah, the punters have been um, taking the Panthers in multis head to head, but then they've been supporting the Eels at the plus. The line went from seven and a half out to eight and a half. But back into eight flat and now a dollar eighty the plus eight Parramatta. Penrith minus eight at two dollars. It's one dollar forty one the Panthers, two ninety five the Eels, and thirty nine and a half the totals. Obviously a lot lower numbers in the totals than what we've seen the back end of the, the season the last few weeks. Now the Eels have beaten the Panthers twice already this year. So looking forward to this big rivalry out there at the foot of the mountain. Yeah, I've got to tip Penrith. I think they're the best side in the competition. I- my only concern with Penrith is whether they're underdone. If they happen to win this week, they'll get another week off and then they've got to play a qualifying final. And that, and that does worry me because they did rest all their players last week. Cleary hasn't played for five weeks. Uh, Luai's been out. Well, he, he I think he had one game back before this. Uh, they've had a few that have been out, but in saying that, maybe they'll be fresh. Look, in the modern game, they train them you know, as hard as they think they need to so that they're 100% for games of footy. Given that, I know it's a, you know, this game between Parramatta and Penrith has been massive for 60 years. I mean, they well maybe shorter than that, but they love playing each other. I think Penrith are too good, and I think they'll win. We move to the first of the Eliminators. Melbourne Storm taking on the Raiders. Jerome Hughes has been named in the seven jumper. And the Raiders, they've won their last three at Amy Park. So uh, they hold no fears in going to that graveyard that is Amy Park to take on the Melbourne Storm. Punters, prices, Tristan, Storm and Raiders. Yeah, and the uh, the Storm are $1.41 firm favourites. Again, similar to the prior game, we've taken a number of multis on the Storm head-to-head. But the Raiders at two ninety five and plus eight and a half. At a dollar eighty, have seen support at the plus two dollars. Melbourne minus. As you touch on, they won their last three in Amy. They won that game only six weeks ago, coming off a very impressive uh, performance there against the Tigers. And I was only the Tigers, but the Storm had a really tough game against the Eels as well. So it'll be interesting uh, if Jerome Hughes plays. He's obviously instrumental. They when he was out earlier in the year, they were stuttering a little bit. Then they hit a bit of form the last month, and then obviously came back to the pack again last weekend when he wasn't playing. So he's massive for their cohesion. 42.5 the total points. Absolutely agree. agree. It's all on Jerome Hughes, who's a quality player. He's one of the best halves in the game. You've got Munster, who's close to the best player in the game. Uh, Harry, the hooker, Harry Grant, what a player he is. I, I think the block of cheese is due for a game as well. So, look, I think they win. <laughs> This is a bit similar to the Penrith game, isn't it, where they've been beaten by Parramatta a bit over the last few years. Well, the same applies to the Storm, but 
they haven't really been beaten by those sides in any really, really big games. Like This is cutthroat. Losers out. Melbourne to win on the back of Jerome Hughes. Another sellout this time at Shark Park Saturday night. Second qualifier with Cronulla taking on North Queensland. Their record at home this year, the Sharkies, is, well, it's really strong. They welcome back $2 million in talent. Dalfa Nukin, Will Kennedy, Toby Rudolph, Connor Tracy, all back on deck. And Sifa Talakai, there's still some doubt, but from all reports, the big fella will play for the Sharks. What are the punters doing on this one, Tristan? This is a massive game because, obviously, the winner of this goes straight through to Week 3 and will be hosting uh, Week 3, which uh, keeps them in law likely away from Penrith as well. So huge game for both sides. Penrith at dollars sorry, the Sharks are a dollar seventy. The Cowboys two dollars fifteen and two and a half is the line. The closest betting game of the the round so far and there's been money both ways. At the moment it's one eighty five the Sharks minus one ninety five the Cowboys plus and forty two and a half the total points. Yeah it's a strange game, isn't it? Two V three and I think neither of them have have been absolutely outstanding in the last three or four weeks. They've been okay, and they've, they've won games they had to win. Um, but it's such a vital game for both these sides. I, I suspect whoever loses this game could well go out the back door here because there's a lot of sides, you know, in the bottom end of the of the ladder who are just snapping at their heels, and they're, they're, they're probably in better form than a couple of these two sides. Um, look, I'm not confident, but because I'm a Sharkies man, I'm going to tip them. They're at home. You know, they'll have... You know, it holds, what's it old, 12,000. There'll be, you know, 11,000 Sharks fans and they might find a couple of you know, Cowboys fans somewhere. I don't know where. They're going to get going off there. It's going to be a big, big night. I think the Sharks will win, but I'm, this is the game that I'm not all that confident in. Second eliminator, it's uh, well that last week was the entree, this week the main meal, roosters and rabbitos. Uh, Daryl and I spoke earlier in the podcast about Latrell Mitchell, who wasn't happy with the booing last Friday night at Allianz Stadium. The atmosphere was unbelievable. And Tristan, Sunday afternoon footy, full house, two of the bitter rivals in the competition. It doesn't get any bigger than this. It doesn't get any bigger than this. And uh, the market was around about $1.75, two ten. the roosters' favourites last week when they played on the back of the Roosters' dominant effort, we have seen them firm up a little bit further. They're into a dollar sixty. The Rabbitohs two thirty-five. The line was four and a half, but there's been support for the Bunnies at that plus four and a half. One eighty the plus, two dollars a minus, forty-two and a half the total points. Obviously, a couple of key changes there. Joey Manu out. He is a massive player for them, but a couple of players back in for the Roosters too, and Suwali and Rad- Radley and Tupu. But probably the key aspect, which I think had a massive impact on that game last week, was that Cam Murray was obviously knocked out early in that game. Um, he's been named in this side, so it'll be interesting, and the market will swing significantly one way or the other if he actually lines up, because we know with HIA, they, they can sometimes rule on that late. Yeah, he'll play. I, I'm, you know, I'd like to be as sure of winning the lottery. He'll play. I'm sure he'll be cleared, and I'm sure he will play. You add to that Campbell Graham back in the side, uh, the hookers back in the side, Damian Cook. I, I thought they could win last week. I think they'll win this week. Uh, look, the Roosters have been really brave. I, 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 and I, I hate I hate the fact that one of these sides is going to be gone after Sunday because this is a massive game. It's a blockbuster. I think Souths will win. I think they're really good price. Um, you know, I'm not convinced that Tupou will play. Uh, he what did he do? He did something to his uh, knee, didn't he? I can't remember what he did. Um, but he, he I, I'm not, no groin it was. I'm not sure whether he'll play. Um, you know, they've lost Manu. I've said it week in, week out, but they keep producing the goods. They can't continue to lose quality players the way they have and keep performing the way they've been performing. But my God, geez, they've been good. They've been 
after being awful for the first half of the year. Pretty much both these sides. Both these sides have been great in the second half, particularly the Roosters. I just think, you know, they can't continue to lose quality players. Uh, it's going to hurt them eventually, and I think it might hurt them on Sunday. I think the Bunnies will win. Well, what a start to the final series. You'll see it on Nine's Wide World of Sports. You'll hear it with the continuous call team on 2GB, 4BC and network stations right across the country, local derbies, grudge matches, fans that hate each other, premiership winners coming up against their former clubs where they won premierships. I mean, it's, there's so many great storylines in, leading into week one of the NRL final series. Daryl, with that uh, cape on, I'll let you work out your bets for this weekend. Tristan, let's move to the AFL. We've got the two semis this weekend, Melbourne and Brisbane on Friday night at the MCG and then on Saturday, Collingwood and Fremantle. The winners going through to play Geelong and the Swans for a place in the big one, the grand final. Yes, and that first game is going to be very fiery as we know a lot happened on and off the field between the Demons and the Lions last time they played about a month ago. The Demons go into this favourite this game at home as short favourites. They're $1.38, the Lions $3.10 and 18 and a half is the line. I think the start will be key on this one. The Lions can stay with them early and play that, play that free-flowing brand of football they played last week. They're a chance. On the other side of the ledger, Fremantle were gone against the Bulldogs and made a massive comeback uh, to, to overcome the Bulldogs there last weekend. Collingwood were very brave. They looked like they had had the game uh, there to be won at various points and they just couldn't quite get it done. They're $1.51 favourites. Fremantle $2.60. 11.5 is the line. I expect that one to be very, very tight. Two absolute fantastic games. Hopefully we can see something similar to what we saw in week one of the finals. And Daryl, you'll be cheering on the Ordees, won't you, this yes. weekend, the Melbourne Yes, Demons? I will. Yes, I was very, very confident last week. They did lead at times last week, and then they got beaten by about 20-something. Uh, you know what worries me about them? A, the fact I'm on them, and B, the fact that they actually give the, the, uh, the Brisbane side a bit of a hammering a few weeks ago. I don't like that as preparation, but I still think my Ds can come good and win the comp. There you have it. Big ones from the big man. To all the Melbourne D supporters, we apologise for the comments mm. of the big man here on the podcast. And by the way, uh, we need to mention too, any betting odds mentioned in the podcast, a correct time of recording, 12.30pm September 7 and subject to change. Tristan, we move to racing. We've got group racing all over the joint to, on Saturday, uh, including in Sydney and in Melbourne. Yeah, we do. We've got a couple of really big cards of racing and... Uh, Really excited to see. Hopefully we get some good tracks because the tracks are a little bit iffy on the weekend. So hopefully we, we get back to a good surface. In Sydney, the Theo Marks uh, is the feature. We've got Kementari, Colding, Kiku, Mr Mozart all in play. Uh, the other big race is the Run to the Rose as well as the Ming Dynasty. And then in Fleming, in Flemington, we go to a, uh, a really strong card of racing there where the feature um, is the Maccabi Diva Stakes. With a lot of, it's only a smallish field. We've got some absolute superstars lining up: Alligator Blood, Moanga, Cascadian, Regal Power, and Western Empire. So, looking forward to seeing that. I'm Thunderstruck. Just fell short last week, a uh, couple of weekends ago. It's drawn barrier one. Marks are in the saddle. I think it's going to be very, very hard to beat. So, looking forward to uh, to seeing how all the racing plays out. We're really warming into the big races here, and uh, I think we're going to have an exciting couple of months ahead of us. Yeah, bring it on, all of the other uh, punters. Enjoying a flutter on the races, all the markets at topsport.com.au. Rightio, boys, let's make some money for our charity partners, Men of League and the Starlight Children's Foundation. Big man, 100 bucks to spend. How are you spending it with your Superman cape on from Lowe's Menswear? Well, if you'd like me just to... My 
Best bet. I'm going to go a little double here and same game multi. Cody Walker to score a try. I thought he was really quiet last week. Okay, second half, first half he wasn't sighted. I think with the, with his few of his teammates back, Damian Cook back, Campbell Graham back, uh, the combination with the fullback Latrell Mitchell is outstanding. I think he'll fire up and I think he will score a try and I'm going to go him into Souths as my best bet of the weekend. Do you want me to give you my all-upper? Souths to win. No, not yet, big man. Let's just okay. keep our listeners waiting. Uh, $100 bet for me, Tristy. Uh, $100 bet for me, Tristy. I'm going to go with a, a couple of proven try scorers, anytime try scorers. Mike Acevo, who's $2.30, can you believe, on Friday night to score a try anytime. And Alex Johnston, $1.81. So uh, I put that into the top sport machine. $4.16 for those two try scorers, Mike Acevo and Alex Johnston. What about you, Tristan? How are you spending your hungie that you're giving yourself? Yeah, I, I actually, and this is a worry, I'm thinking very similar to the big man. So I, I think the, the bunny is a big a big value here, so I'm just going to take him straight off the stick at the $2.35, and I'm going to pop the 100 on that at $2.35, but I do like me Big Man's bet there where he threw Cody Walker in as the try scorer. His multi worked out at $6.57, so we'll be all cheering the bunnies in that match. All right, fantastic. Big Man, the multi of the week, how are you playing it? Well, I'm going to go with my best bet. I'm going to take in the last – I'll start with the last game because I I want Cody Walker anytime try scorer in Souths, but I'm going to – into that, I'm going to take the Panthers on Friday night, into the Storm on Saturday, and into those other double there or the same game multi. So it should be about a million to one that I would think, roughly. (laughs) So we got the – Bunnies to win, Cody Walker to score a try, Panthers to win, Storm to win works out at $13. So I'm going to pop that on at $20 for you, big man. Yes. So that should be a very nice result if you can get all those up. I could I could last-ditch effort, could get something up here. That would be nice to get something up. It hasn't happened for a while. Well, we do have a balance of 5,326 in the kitty before this round of games. So let's see if we can chip it away and maybe get close to 10,000 if, uh, if we can lob one or two multis on the run home. Good job. Good job, Tristy. Well done. We've done a good job, boys, this year, and there's still, what, another three weeks after this weekend of podcasting and winners for the punters who tune in each and every week. Well, Tristan, it's a massive weekend of sport, racing, and everything else that's going on. Topsport.com today. Use the website for all of the markets. You have a great weekend. Enjoy the footy, and we'll chat to you next week. Speak next week, guys. Thanks for that. There he is, Tristan Merlihan, the boss of topsport.com.au, and if you're having a bet, please do so responsibly. Well, Daryl, it's exciting. Eight teams left in the NRL. We've got, uh, what, six teams left in the AFL finals footy really hotting up and uh, we'll have it all covered this weekend on the radio, on the telly, on Wide World of Sports and the continuous call team and you'll be at your best on the radio Friday, Saturday and Sunday, mate. Look forward to your company over the weekend. Thanks, Levy. Another great edition of this great podcast. Good work. There he is, Mr. Incognito, the big man, Daryl Bryman, in his tie-dye jumper. Enjoy the footy. We'll catch you next week for more Top Blokes Podcasting. You know the score. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 or your local state gambling helpline.